Welcome to Redemption Unscripted. On this podcast, you will hear unscripted conversation to help you know Jesus, grow in your relationship with Him, and go advance His kingdom. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Redemption Unscripted. I am your host, Austin, the executive pastor here at our church. Uh, And with me, we have a very special guest. Uh, We got Marquise Cox. How you doing, man? I am doing well. I have been up for a while, but I got my coffee and I'm feeling good. There we go. So we are actually, if you're listening to this, uh, we are film, we are recording this uh, before a live studio audience. Let me hear you. Yeah. Yeah. There, man, yeah. <laughs> so many people in here, but we are uh, we are currently recording this at our 2023 men's conference. Uh, we've already had one session. Uh, Marquise brought a really good word, uh, good time in worship. Uh, we've been playing some games, having a good time, uh, but now we're going to take a little bit of time to continue what we're talking about. So Marquise, tell us a little bit what's been the theme for this conference yeah. and kind of what we're doing in this podcast, and then we'll backtrack and also let you introduce yourself a little more. Yeah, absolutely. So this theme for the whole weekend, man, is about legacy, uh, which I absolutely love. I believe that legacy is important, man. I believe legacy starts with men. Uh, so this being a men's conference um, and just what God wants to do um, through men. I think men have a, um, a real tendency to think about what they're going to leave behind and, and what that all means, what that all entails. And so we're just talking about legacy from a biblical perspective. Tonight's big idea really was identity, that we can't build a firm legacy on anything but an identity in Christ as men. Um, And so uh, the whole idea was to embrace our identity in Christ. And I love it, man. There's something, and I say this this whole weekend, I'm sure, but there's just something that happens when when men get in position, men assume their rightful position in Christ. Um, I just believe things change. This is in no way to minimize the woman, uh, but I just firmly believe there's a, a, a certain mantle that God puts on the man uh, that when we lead in our homes, we lead in our city, we lead in our church, uh, that things shift. And so excited about that, man. Yeah, I love it. So so before we, we're gonna, and we're going to talk specifically in this podcast about uh, how that how that plays out in our marriage. Yes. So we know not every guy at the conference this weekend is married. we got a bunch of single guys in the midst, which is awesome. Uh, but we do have a lot of dudes that are married. And so we want to kind of figure out how does leaving that legacy, how does it work when we're married? How do yeah. we incorporate our spouse? So we'll get into that. But before I do, let me uh, give you an opportunity to tell us, you know, we you shared a little bit with the conference so far, but for our listeners on this podcast, uh, your background, where you're at, where you're yeah. from, what do you do? Absolutely. Just So just stop me if I'm going too, too long. Okay? Sorry, man. I'll do that. So, I'll do yeah, my best. Please do. <laughs> so uh, originally from uh, California, Los Angeles, California area, uh, Riverside to be specific. Uh, born, raised there, uh, family of origin all from there really, uh, except for my dad's side, which... My dad's side is all Akron, Ohio, Look man. At, that. Look uh, at that. At this conference, got to meet uh, my dad's oldest brother. Uh, who's and that's like the first time first ever, First time right? ever. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're meeting for the first time. As people are walking by, we're just like, man, you're my uncle. That's crazy. And he's just like, yeah. man, I'm so proud of you. So all these just crazy uh, emotions. So we're uh, from California, uh, moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, when I was 24 years old, stayed there for six years, and then I've spent the last two years um, in San Antonio, Texas. Nice. Uh, so I work at Community Bible Church now as the young adult pastor. Everybody between 25 and 35 years old. 
Uh, my wife and I get to oversee. Um, just a little bit about me personally, my wife and I uh, going on nine years of marriage. Uh, I like to say we're just nine years married. Like the day after our anniversary, I'm already in the next year. There you go. So I'm just like, oh yeah, we're nine years married. <laughs> uh, she's like, we're eight years married. We're going on nine. But anyway, uh, so going on nine years of marriage, uh, two boys, Denver and Dallas. Uh, Denver is four. Dallas is two. Mm-hmm. And uh, no rhyme or reason to the names outside of we just love them. I take that back. Denver, actually, his name came through, a, you know, had a dream before we knew uh, the gender of the baby, had a dream of this blue swaddle with Denver on it. So anyway, uh, that's a little bit about my family. Uh, now we reside in San Antonio. Absolutely love it. Having a blast there. And, uh, Is this your first time yeah. in Ohio? Ever? First time in Ohio ever. Ah, welcome. Yes, welcome. man. I was... Uh, Honestly, I, I came in and I was just like, you know what? People love this city. Locals love this city. We love Northeast Ohio. Love it, so, yeah. man. And uh, so, yeah, even driving up a fellow by the name of Alex who works here at the church. Yeah, our young adult I'm just, director. Young yeah. adult director. I'm just peppering him with questions all about all. And he he's a is Cleveland, the man. Yeah, we he's love the, Cleveland. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the guy to yeah. ask these questions because <laughs> he was just ready. He was like, oh, yeah, that's that. And I was like, what is this? Is this a, uh, I said, is this a sugar and chocolate factory? And then he was just like, oh, yeah, that's O'Malley's. Yeah. He was like, this is when it was founded. This is what it's all about. <laughs> we took our field trip there. I mean, he just that's starts talking awesome. about all these things. So anyway, a um, lot of factories in yeah. Cleveland. Just a few yeah. that we passed. We put here. a lot of chemicals in the air through those factories. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, have you heard about a river that caught on fire? No. I'll tell you. I'll tell, tell you about, about that later. later. Okay. It's yeah. fantastic. Uh, <laughs> asked him about snow days. I was like, so you oh, actually yeah. had snow days? Um, I only seen that stuff on TV, so I've never yeah. even heard of a snow day. Oh, yeah. He's like, yep. Waiting at 6 a.m. for the ribbon to say your school or not on the screen and just that whole thing. So anyway, oh, different loving vibe. it, yeah. loving my time. Man. Yeah. And, yeah. And real quick, we didn't get into this in the, in the session, um, but it will probably definitely come out in this podcast. You and your wife, uh, you guys have kind of a marriage ministry you yeah. guys do. Tell us a little bit, what, what is that? And even for our listeners and for the crowd, we'll put it in the show notes, but w- what is that ministry all about? Yeah, man. So we have a, a what we call a marriage ministry brand called More to Marriage, More, the number two, and then Marriage. Um, and man, that was really just birthed out of this idea of we really feel like for those who uh, marriage is in their in the cards where God is bl- going to bless them through you know marriage, we just firmly believe, man, that there's more to marriage than what we've been experiencing. And that's where the idea came from. There's more to my marriage than what I've been experiencing. There's always more for us. And I just think that uh, marriages, uh, more than anything, I don't think marriages are in the like, red button, we're pushing the red button, this is like the worst thing ever. We just think that it's in the mundane. So it's not like this is on fire. We're just feeling like, oh, just middle of the road. We're just kind of like making things happen. We're staying together, whether through financial liability or uh, responsibilities, kids, uh, because faith, the scripture says, don't get divorced, so we'll just stick together. Mm. And we just think that there's more to marriage than that. We don't think that was God's original uh, design. And so we're crazy about marriage, love marriage. The niche in which we feel is our uh, pocket, which is uh, pre-married uh, all the way through the first 10 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Resources and all the things are for anybody. People who are married well beyond that can benefit from the resources. And we put out resources not just for the niche, but that's our pocket. That's yeah. our uh, who we're going after. And uh, we just want to lay a solid foundation for those who are laying that that brickwork in the first 10 years yeah. of marriage. So, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll drop a link to that in the show notes. So yeah, if you're listening, hopefully, man, check that out. I know I've watched some of your YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool to see. So, Thank you, man. Yeah. 
Well, with that, let's kind of dive into this topic of, of marriage and our legacy. So uh, why, and you kind of got into this, but why is it so important for us to be thinking about our legacy? So, so even before a married man, just a single dude, like why should that person or anyone care about their legacies? Yeah. And here's the truth, man. We don't think about our legacies until, in my mind, until it's too late. Hmm. Um, and, and, and when I say too late, I don't mean like as far as our age per se, but I just think that we don't do enough about building our legacy early on. I think the conversation needs to happen sooner and sooner, man. So I'm dealing with young adults between 25 and 35 and the same conversations. Hey, what type of foundation are you laying for the future? But then what are you laying for those coming behind you? Whether that's people in in, in uh, your home, whether that's your kids, your wife, uh, but even as a single dude, and man, you talked about this, mm-hmm. even as a single dude who's aspiring for marriage, man, you don't start thinking about marriage and legacy and all that stuff once you get married. Mm-hmm. It's something you start planning out even as a single guy, but it's just not enough conversations about that. And so um, I think it's important, whatever age, whatever stage you're at, so to start thinking um, man, what do I want to leave behind? And here's why I think it's so important. I don't know if you know this, Austin, but one day we're going to die. You know that? <laughs> it's, so this it's is, coming. It's yeah. like a 100% <laughs> chance, uh, unless Jesus <laughs> comes back before then, uh, that we're going to die. Yeah. Man. And uh, no man knows the day nor the hour. Hmm. So I think a, the, the misconception for a lot of us is to start thinking about legacy towards the latter years of our life. Yeah. And when I'm older, uh, but the truth of the matter is, man, and dealing as a pastor, I get phone calls or something at least on a monthly basis, if not a weekly basis, um, with people who die of all ages. And uh, there are very young people, excuse me, who die with great legacies Mm. because they just decided I'm going to live with what I call eternity in mind. I'm not going to live for the here and the now. I'm going to live with eternity in mind. And if you want to have eternal impact, you got to start thinking about that um, a lot sooner than you know, the quote unquote retirement age. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That hit me the other day. We did a, uh, we had a, had a funeral. Someone died in our church, uh, older gentleman. So it was, I mean, obviously it was shocking. Yeah. I mean, anyone dying is, is hard, but it was, he was older, had health things. So it was, it was one of those, you're like family saw it coming. It was actually yep. a cool, yeah. uh, ceremony for him. But then that same, I think it was like the same day I met with that family, uh, one of our other pastors met with another family who it was like a 30 some year old dude yeah, yeah. just died. No, like yep. heads up, nothing That's was right. going on. That's right. So to your point, it's like, yeah, we, sometimes we think, oh, we'll wait till we get older, but it's yeah. like, man, that death can come a lot That's sooner right. than we and think. It, and so, it's yeah. not to, you know, think about it in a morbid, like fearful way. It's just more so, man, if that, re- if that's a reality, I, I don't want to get caught up in thinking that I just have like you know, this life is just going to live forever. Every older person that I talk to, let's just talk in terms of kids. It goes fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, the kids grow up so fast. And my, my parents now, they're actually at my home right now playing, you know, grandpa and grandma <laughs> outside with the water guns. And they're just like, I was just outside playing with water guns with you and your, your siblings. Mm-hmm. So even parents of grown children, just like it goes so fast. So if they're in that reality, you don't have to have kids to realize that. I think it uh, makes it easier, but you don't have to have kids to realize like, man, I, dude, it, you know, life is moving. Yeah. You know, I, anything, man, you were just in high school. You, you're a lot older than I am, but. What no, do you mean? I was, I, was, <laughs> I was just kidding. Dude. <laughs> I was just kidding. I just threw you a little bit under the bus there. How uh, old are you? I'm 32. Okay, I'm, yeah, 34. Something yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. No, I just wanted to make a little old joke, sorry. 
Yeah. If we had other, some of our other pastors yeah, on here, then yeah, we could yeah, do yeah. yeah, you know, they're yeah. Lord. But um, no, that's good stuff. And so so I got. I guess one of the questions I would love for you to dive into, Marquise, is so a, how should a married, a married guy uh, or a married woman, so it's not yeah. just dudes, there yep. could be women listening to us, that's like right. uh, a married person, how should they think about their legacy maybe differently than someone that's not married? Like yeah. how does that marriage maybe change the way they view their legacy, go after it? knowing that's, I mean, that's such a major part of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So two things that I want to talk to for the married person and the single person, the married person, um, man, number one, you have in real time, like marriage, God uses the example and illustration of marriage to even talk about his relationship with the church, to say that the church is my bride. He uses that imagery and that language uh, to relate to us. And so number one, your marriage is missional. Your marriage mm. is to be looked at and to say, okay, our the purpose of our marriage is not just for us to say, are we going to go on vacations and enjoy one another? And I got somebody that I could share two for 20 with at Applebee's, right? Like we got more. Or something's like two for 22 now. Yeah, yeah. Feel, they're moving it up. Annoying, Inflation is, is a beast, right? <laughs> but you have in real time uh, a picture mm. to say, you know what? My marriage should not just serve me and my spouse. My marriage should serve those around us, those who are looking at us. And uh, I don't think there's one person that desires to be married that looks at a healthy biblical marriage and say, nah, I don't want that. Mm. I think people look at healthy biblical marriages and they're like, yo, I want in on that. How do I get that? Um, And so Mm. I think, number one, your marriage is a model. Your marriage is a model. Your marriage is missional. So you got to think outside of yourself. So Mm. if you're married, I would just say one of the best advices that I got um, when I was single was, hey, when you get married, find single friends to bring it to your home so that they could see you and your spouse interact with one another, with the kids. And just be able to be around because what happens is we get married and we only hang around married folk and then single folk are like, man, I want to know what this looks like. I want to know how this works. And so part of your legacy is interacting with being with those who are single and married alike to serve the church and to be a model and for it to be missional. So you got to look outside of your personal uh, marriage. So that's to the married folk. And then to the single folk, I would say this. This was one of the best things I heard when I was single. They said there was a guy. His name is Tim Cooper. Uh, shout out to you, Tim. He said, um, the lack of names and faces of your future children and spouse don't make them any less real. Hmm. And I was like, whoa. He was like, because we, we often think like, okay, they're not here yet. When they get here, then I'll take things seriously. But he said, the lack of names and faces of your future spouse and kids don't make them any less real. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to lay that on whatever single person is out there listening to this. Man, if you desire to be married, if that's in the cards for you, um, man, you begin to start thinking about legacy with the end in mind and, and, and bring something to the table of like, man, this is what I want to leave uh, behind me. So it doesn't make them any less real for those who are, who are single and desire to be married. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to, I mean, for you guys, if you're listening or in, even in the audience, you know, like we, uh, we realize if you're single, the church sometimes is like the hardest place to be. Yeah. Like church tends to just Set up well, set up well for married people, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so we really try. And I think we're we're not perfect, but I think we're 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 doing a good job of trying to man like how 
the single person is just as effective and, and we could almost argue more effective uh, mm-hmm. to the kingdom of God than a married person. Mm. And so the single is actually yeah. is valued and not yes. devalued. Yes. So, um, so that's cool, man. I love, love hearing that. And, and so for the married person, uh, what would you say, uh, how can they partner with their spouse? for? Yeah. So I think a lot of us, you know, especially at the conference, we're guys thinking, man, I want to build this legacy. But we got to realize, like, we have a spouse at home who God has given us, and we have that covenant together. We're one flesh. Yep. So it's we're not on this thing on our own. Like, we got to yeah. figure out how do we work together to build a legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is a great question. Again, I'm gonna talk to both people. Yep. Uh, number one, single people. I think you should begin jotting down, writing down what type of legacy you want your marriage to have, even mm-hmm. before you get married. Um, so, uh, you know, as a, as a man, I think it's such a I mean, just think about this. If you're a single guy and you are courting a young lady and, and then things begin to get serious and then, you know, you're getting ready to, uh, whether this is pre-engagement or engaged, you say, hey, um, I've been thinking about legacy. I've been thinking about just like the type of life I want to live and the type of life I want to leave behind. And uh, these are things that I wrote down from uh, just the word of God and, and what I want to leave what are your thoughts? Mm. I'm telling you, that girl was going to say, wait, you've been thinking about what? Yeah, yeah. You haven't been thinking about Call of Duty all day? You've been thinking <laughs> about this? They're, they're gonna, there's something, they're gonna, you're going to pull something out even of your mm. potential future spouse. And so, uh, number one, single dudes, man, I think, man, start writing this down. Bring this uh, to the relationship. Also, single uh, women, though, I think mm. uh, men rise up to the standards uh, that women, you know, set. When it comes to uh, courting and dating relationships, mm-hmm. um, and so even if there's a dating exercise where y'all come together, like, hey, uh, I know we're dating, but we seem to be on the path of of marriage engagement. Uh, you ever thought about legacy? You ever thought about what you want to leave behind? Like, let's let's come together in that. So that's for the single uh, couple, the married couple, almost very very similar. Something you could do very practically this upcoming week is to go your separate ways and say, hey. Uh, uh, let's, you know, me and my, I'll take me and my wife, for example. Hey, uh, babe on, uh, today is Friday. Next Friday, would love to just sit around the dinner table and talk about the legacy we want to have. I'm going to spend a week just thinking about it, praying about it. I'm going to write down what I think. I think you should write down what, you know, you think, and then let's come together. The only requirement is that we keep God first and that this is a God-centered legacy. Um, other than that, like, let's just... Let's go. Let's talk about the legacy we want to live with uh, our marriage, parenting, with friends, with uh, our finances, all of these things. And so you can break it up in categories that are very mm-hmm. easy, but very practical. I would just say, hey, make it an activity where you put a date on the calendar. We go our separate ways to write things down, pray over it, bring it together, see what overlaps. And then what will event what will naturally happen, what has happened in me and my wife's marriage is her list. <clears throat> Sorry, her list had some things on it that I was like, I, I should have thought about that as the man. Uh, so let me adopt that. Let me write that down. Her, same thing. And we, we came together. <coughs> Sorry, we came together with a cohesive list. And so, mm-hmm. man, even tonight when I talked about what I want to be known for, that was birthed out of, you know, preparing for this talk and thinking, man, as a, as a, as a man, what do I want to be known for? And uh, just jotting down from the mm-hmm. word of God what I think. So yeah. just make it an activity and talk about it over dinner. It doesn't have to be anything, uh, you know, uh, sometimes we, we talk about this idea of legacy and it sounds so weighty and heavy, mm-hmm. but just saying, 
I want to le- leave a legacy where our marriage models after Christ. That boom, that's number one. Yeah. I want to leave a legacy where our children um, are set up well financially. Great, but let's put these things mm-hmm. down. Um, and so don't don't put too much pressure on yourself. Uh, but this legacy conversation, I think, is is very critical. Yeah. So yeah, I don't you don't have to overcomplicate it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and I think it's it's a good catch. I feel like a lot of guys. I think I would guess every guy listens, especially the guys filling that leadership of their family are like, man, I know I should do this. But but I would argue most of us, and this is, I think, part of why I love this conference, is most of our guys are just so caught up in the grind of life. You're, yes. They're working. They're, yes. you know, they're trying to make a living so they can provide for their family. And that stuff's awesome. That's noble. But I do think it's one of those, like at some point as guys, we have to go, okay, there's something bigger than my paycheck I'm bringing to my family. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, it's going to take some intentionality. It's going to take sitting down and actually like, doing something which like you said is an activity sometimes as simple as just getting it on paper yeah but, and i'll be uh, honest do man, something yeah, yeah and do and i'm i'm a pastor i i do not always feel like having a devotion with my wife what praying come on man nah, I, I know yeah. i'm sorry okay <laughs> no, I'm but i don't i don't always feel, feel those things man yeah. and but it's one of those things where i'm like and i don't always hit the target either there's times where i let uh, you know, laziness sit in or something. And it's just like, you know what? Let me go ahead and, and kick it into gear and, and, and assume this position to say, hey, let's go ahead and do this. So, yeah. man, I would just say put it on the calendar, hold yourself to it, stick to it, and uh, and, and just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And let me say this. It's, I'm, I know you'll, you'll resonate with this, I'm sure. Like, um, So there, there's, there's probably someone listening to this podcast. Actually, it's funny. I can picture some of them in mm-hmm. our church. There are probably some women right now listening that are married to a non-believing, a yeah. non-believing husband. Yes. And so they're hearing this and being, they're going like, dang, Marquise, like, that'd be awesome if my husband mm-hmm. did that. And reality, maybe, and he probably won't. Like, if he's not yep. follower of Jesus, yep. he's probably not feeling that urge, yep. and not the motivation. So uh, I would even just say for our listeners that are in that boat, like, man, if you're, if you're a lady in that situation, first I want to say, like, we see you, we yeah, know you. Uh, the fact that you're faithful uh, to, to your love and relationship with Jesus when you don't have a spouse supporting you is 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 an awesome thing, yeah. uh, and I know it's hard, but I would even say for that lady, like man, like yeah, you might not be able to sit down and do that with your spouse because I'm legacy for a Christian and non Christian is going to go very different. Yeah. But you can still you know you can still do it for yourself and even bring it to the table to your non believing spouse because you never know how maybe that activity could That's open right. their eyes up to. The gospel and maybe right. God can use that. So right. uh, I just yeah. want to honor that because I know that's, that's, good. that's a tough spot. That's I great. Know. Yeah. 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 Well, what would you say? So, so, <clears throat> you know, you mentioned kind of doing this activity, getting together, kind of figuring out that legacy. Uh, what, what are some of the roadblocks maybe you've seen or just some of the challenges of actually trying to build a legacy with our spouse? Like what are some of those things that get in the way that we need to be maybe aware of going into it? Yeah, I think all of us, even if we didn't play sports, I think we want to know when we score a goal, when we when we're winning. Um, I think having this down really does set a target to know, like, okay, we're we're hitting the target. Um, when when it's just you know it's just aimless. I don't know really. I mean, it's a shot in the dark. I don't know if I'm hitting the target. We can get real burned out. We can get exhausted. We can get you know frustrated. Um, and so one of the challenges, man, of uh, building a legacy, number one is is if you don't have one, uh, it's just it's a it's a struggle to to know when you're winning as a couple to know when you're like, you know what, this is what God's calling us to. Let's let's go after it. 
Another one of building a legacy, this is going to sound really practical, but busyness, mm. busyness, man. So our culture is going to inundate our calendars and our time. Our culture is not going to disciple us and to say, here's what you're not going to hear in culture. Hey, you're probably spending too much time here. You need to spend more time at home, <laughs> loving on your family, putting your wife first. So uh, let's drop this and pick this up. So if we're waiting on the world around us, culture, to, to encourage, to push us towards our family, to push us towards this, uh, we're going to be waiting for a very long time. Busyness will always feel like we're doing something. It'll make us feel like we're uh, accomplishing something. Uh, but it's the hamster wheel, man, of just thinking um, that, that we're going to get something done. So, man, clear for me. It's clearing that calendar of, of busy work. And, and that's easier said than done. I know we got lives. We got a lot going on. But at least be intentional to have it up, to put it somewhere where if you're a married couple with kids, the kids see the target, you see the target. But it's a real challenge, man. It's mm -hmm. busyness. Um, and, and you and I know we're not going to always hit that target mm -hmm. of, you know, what we want as our legacy statements and, and all those things. Uh, but just having it up. Busyness gonna try to get in the way, but you got to try to clear those calendars, man. So that's a big one uh, that I thought of when I read that yeah, question. Of just like, man, I, I wonder what you know that 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 challenge is, even in my own life, even mm -hmm. in my own marriage. Um, and then I would also say, man, and I talked a little bit about this tonight. There's gonna be when you don't hit the target, it's easy for us to start buying into the lie of just like, shoot, not enough, not doing enough. Um, not strong enough. What am I doing? And, and we as men could really beat ourselves up uh, when it comes to um, us just not hitting the target. And so for me, if I'm out there, if you're out there, you're listening, you haven't done it, you're frustrated, you feel like, yes, this is a noble goal, but don't know where to start, don't know how to restart. I mean, I would just say, man, put it somewhere where it could be seen because it's a real challenge, man, when it's just kind of like, oh yeah, what's our what's our thing? I know yeah. we got say, something kind of about floating out there. Yeah, it's just yeah. floating yeah. out there. But if you make it a, a, a you know, you put it up there, you, we always nail things up that, that we care about. Pictures mm. of our family, degrees, all that stuff that we care about. This is one of those things, man. If we care about it, we got to nail it to the wall. And yeah. so um, I think that's a really practical way to, to keep it front and center. But one of the biggest challenges of building this legacy it's going to be busy work, and then when you don't hit it, feeling like mm. unworthy, feeling like, gosh, here I go again. I'm back in this rut. And so, um, and then oh, the world we live in, again, they're not going to, uh, they're not going to be talking about this. So you got to be intentional um, about keeping this at the forefront of our minds, yeah. man. The big thing that I want out of this conference for myself and everybody is that we don't, we, we get to tomorrow at, you know, 2, 3 p.m., and then we close the book on mm. this year's men's conference. And we're like, all right, next week, the next thing, the next conference, the next yeah. Sunday. Man, I really, for myself, number one, and then for the, for the members, is really to just keep this conversation going. And yeah. it's even ignited something to me, preparing this message of just like, man, I haven't thought enough about about legacy and uh, keeping it front and center. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, and I love what you said about you know you're gonna you're gonna fail. You're you're mm -hmm. not gonna hit the target, and you know the tendency is to feel bad and to feel shame. But I think even at the same time, like man, when we fail to meet our legacy, which we will, yeah, uh, that's a perfect time to go. Okay, 
because of Jesus, yeah. I, I can keep going. Like, yes, absolutely. Like, yes, you're not on this side of heaven. You're going to have a legacy. You're going to have a goal. Yeah. And you're going to keep falling. You're going to make progress, but you're going to fall short. And what what a great way for your marriage, for your, even your kids to see you go, yeah, because I can have this great legacy that I'm shooting for, but because I'm a sinful human being, I'm going to screw it up. I'm going to fall yes. short, but I can boast in the cross and know. That's right. I can do my best, and Jesus is going to fill in that rest. That's exactly right. Know, and, yeah. the, and the problem, f- and for me, and just what I've experienced, the problem isn't um, that I've messed up the, you know, the, or I've missed the mark on the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the bigger problem is I didn't have a plan. So, mm-hmm. like, get the plan. That's a good point. If you have a plan and you miss it, Man, praise God for Jesus and his redemptive work. Shout out to Redemption hey, Chapel. There you go. Little plug there. <laughs> Redemptionchapel.com. Is it.com? Redemption yep, yep, okay, there perfect. You go. All right. Little plug there. Uh, but uh, the, the problem isn't that I've, you know, messed up and, and messed up the plan. It's more so that I don't have a plan. So, yeah. man, I think um, if every single person out there, every married person, and even uh, if you're married to a non-believer, having uh, just a plan of like, man, this is this is the goal that I want to reach. Um, I think is is really really that's that's half the battle is yeah. getting it down. Yeah. Um, not so much missing it because there's redemptive work in that. Man. Yeah. So. And just progress. Like I think one of the things we say even on our staff team here is we develop our staff is like we don't expect perfection, but we do expect progress. Yeah. Like we're not perfect people, but we are people as we're sanctified and we walk with Jesus. We hope that there is over time that progressive like yep you limp you screw up but it's you're you know think of the maxwell book like f- fall failing forward yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's right said i like yeah you fall but you're falling forward in the sense like you learn something you get back up you move on yes so hopefully one day you get you know you're you're standing with jesus and you can look back and see it like oh man like yeah there was this trajectory of progress yeah. but it had a lot of dips but it was this consistent yeah and, you know, and the goal with it is for it to be something that you're you're going after for a lifetime. Yeah. So let me just say this also, if you've got a legacy plan and you nail it by next week, that's <laughs> not a legacy plan. Yeah. Like if you're just like, oh yeah, I wrote these things down and then like, I'm done. Like I don't have anything. I, you, it's too low. Yeah. You, I need you to get a <laughs> little bit a little higher. Bit. <laughs> yeah. I need you to raise the bar a little bit more. Um, so it's going to be, it's a lifelong journey yeah. um, when it comes to legacy because it's, it's something that's going to outlive you. So totally. Um, so yeah. Well, Marquise, before we kind of wrap up, let me give you just kind of one final chance. Is there anything with this topic of legacy and, and, and marriage, like what do you kind of want to leave our listeners with? What's that last thing? I would love to just give you the floor for that. Yeah, I would just say, and I'm going to lean probably heavy. Yeah, I'm going to lean heavy on marriage, man. I just, I firmly believe if there was a silver bullet answer to the world's problems, I think it's a biblically based marriage um, I think if we uh, come back to restoring that family unit and, and keeping Christ first in the home, I think it just changes changes everything. I'll, I'll mimic what I said earlier today, uh, that when men are in position in their homes first, um, I think that that changes um, communities. I think that that changes churches. I think it changes cities, states, and then ultimately the world. And uh, so for me... Um, I would just say if you're out there either unmarried or even married, my thing is, man, 
for marriages to go back to what God has called them to be, which is mm. missional and models for people to see. And uh, it's possible, man. I think a healthy marriage really is possible. But it takes, you know, we talk a lot about marriage roles. You know, who's going to do the dishes? Who's mm. going to cut the lawn? All that stuff is preferential. I think marriage roles in Ephesians 5 is, is clear. Men, you love your wife the way Christ loved the church. And then women, honor, respect your husband as the head of the home. Man, I just think that those two, uh, and it's not easy, easier said than done, but dying to self and living a sacrificial life. Marriage is hard on selfish people. Mm. It is hard on selfish people. But you got two people who want to fight to be selfless. Uh, we, we, we call, and I've learned, I you know, stole this uh, from another pastor, but he said it is a, um, uh, oh, man, it's uh it is a submission competition hmm. is the language you use. It is a submission competition. Who hmm. is going to submit first? Um, when it, and when, they, when he talks about that uh, submission piece, he's just talking about like, you know what? Let me just die to myself. Hmm. Who's going to do that first? Who's going to get vulnerable first so that we could have a, a bridge to come together and communicate better? So, so yeah, That's man, cool. for me. Yeah. It's all in on marriage, man. And I just challenge uh, and I speak Ephesians 5 um, over every married couple out there. Mm. So, yeah. Well, man, that's a great word. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, thank you for uh, being at this conference. Obviously, we're this episode will be released about a month after the conference. But uh, what our listeners probably don't know is it is almost 11 p.m. So <laughs> thanks for staying up late for us. Uh, yes. Thanks to our live audience for staying up a little late. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Marquise, thank you for being yeah. on this podcast. Thanks for being at the conference. Uh, and we'll, again, we'll drop uh, more to marriage in our link uh, in the show notes. So yeah. hopefully people can check that out and be blessed by you and your wise ministry. So thank you, man. So thanks again, brother. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank y'all. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Redemption Unscripted. Hope you'll join us next month. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. To catch the latest episode, be sure to subscribe and follow us. For more resources like this, visit our website at www.redemptionchapel.com grow. We hope you join us next time on Redemption Unscripted.